don't even know how to remotely start a podcast. I don't know how to start a conversation. <laughs> that's a podcast. If I could be any celebrity, I'd be Will Winner. Please, for the love of God, if you're listening to this and you still tuck your jeans and your boots, reach down, pull those bad boys out, all right? We're done with that. We're done with that. I am 97 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. Next! I should have brought my recorder. I could have played Hot Cross Buns. Is that illegal? <laughs> when our two moms listen to this podcast, they're going to be like... Our two moms. They're going to be super proud of us. Welcome <laughs> to the Keeper Pin. Hello. We're it's back. me. Hello, hookers. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I love it. It's Maddie. It's Jenna. And this is the third episode, and I can't even believe we made it this far. Because <laughs> without being taken off the air, because we're so foul. Not We've really. been a little worried about that. Yeah, apparently our vulgarity, my vulgarity, not Maddie's, is bad. So, but in, in all reality, we really appreciate all the love. Yeah, and if anyone's still wondering, Will Winner's still my hero. <laughs> we, I would either want to be him or his kid. His right. kid's pretty cool. Well, seriously though, um, the love and support with the keeper pin has been awesome. Better than we could even expect. And we're gonna continue to do this for all of our little hookers. Until we can't any longer. Until we're in the nursing home. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes. Actually, no. Have you seen us in our healthy habits? <laughs> yeah. If I keep eating the way that I'm doing, it's, we're like 20 episodes away, okay? It's really <laughs> not that far. But um, a topic that we've had you guys message us about and one that we knew we were going to talk about in general, so you guys must be like psychics or something. Um, in this week's episode topic is finding your role and what the hell do I do now? Basically, in a gist, knowing what the hell to do when you're not in the show ring anymore and trying to find your role in agriculture, in the livestock industry, and having nowhere even remotely knowing where to start. I think it's a pretty good topic for a lot of kids our age in specific because I'm 20. I'm done showing. I wish life came with a roadmap. Yeah, or something. Or like, hey. Even a post-it note? Yeah. Or like, I don't know, an instruction manual. It can be in freaking Spanish for all I care. I just want something. I will translate that shit. <laughs> I will translate all of it. Just give me something. Because it's hard. It is so hard to try to... I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. But to be... When you're done showing and you're not in the show ring or you don't have pigs in the barn and you're just age out, you kind of feel useless. I feel like you're just there. It's kind of like coming home from college for the first time and you're like, I'm not even part of this family anymore. What the hell is my purpose here? No, that's that's exactly how it is. And it's, you're not useless because actually we're in the prime age. We're in our prime, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't feel like it, okay? And I know you're crying and... Your acne's bad, but this is it, okay? We're in our prime. <laughs> like, like, I just want you to realize this. Because what we do in this age range, and I'm talking to like the 18-year-old 
to the, the 25, 26 year olds who aren't married yet, who don't have kids who show, you just kind of, it's like that. It's like Talladega Nights, my favorite movie, when Ricky Bobby's getting interviewed and he's like, what do I do with my hands? That's just what it is. Like, it's like, like, what the hell do you do? You don't know at all. I still don't know what to do. And Jenna mentioned being married. Um, she did not, however, mention people who aren't even in a relationship. <laughs> so there's that. If you're listening, Maddie is single, okay? If you're wandering aimlessly, <laughs> you're nearing 30. 30? I'm getting damn close. <laughs> you're 22. Eight years can go by fast. <laughs> and I'm nearing 23, by the way. Oh, my God. So, basically, if you want to be Maddie... Sh- this doesn't even have anything to do with what we're talking about. I know, but... Basically, what we're saying right now is if you don't know what to do with your life and you're trying to find your role in agriculture, find a sugar daddy. Um, and that's it for this week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I don't advise that. Maybe that's why I'm single, but... Uh... Crosby, you now know your purpose. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. But, no, my biggest advice with it all is take, say yes to every opportunity that's thrown your way. And it could be something as big as a a big corporate internship that you had to go through 17 interviews for or as little as just helping with your county fair steerway in. Volunteering. Volunteer. Anything like that. Do it. Okay. This is going to be the the least busy you are right now. And I know that Maddie and I live a very busy, chaotic life. And a lot of the people listening do. Um, And if you don't need more, then I would like to know what you're doing with your life. Because I am jealous. But say yes. Say yes to all these opportunities when you're young. Because that way you can work so hard. And you can meet all these people to one day say no. And have this empire that you built um, and the ability to, to do what you want. But right now, just take any opportunity, any anything to just work with these people who are older, um, I think is what you need to do. If you don't have pigs in the barn, or like I said, we talked about earlier, just putting yourself out there and, and staying involved, even in the slightest fashion, or what you think is minimal, is actually greater than what you could even realize. Um that's my personal big biggest piece of advice. And, you know, if you're if you're into livestock judging, judging even the smallest county fair, um, it's gonna it's gonna all build up one day. It's all gonna stack up on each other and get where to where you're, you want to be and where you're headed. And and I think that that's just what we need to do as young people is be eager and excited about our future and bridge the generation gap because there is a big one. Um, if anyone just heard the slightest little noise about 10 seconds ago, it was not me. It was not some sort of bowel movement, and it was not my stomach growling. We have a new puppy who is sitting right next to the microphone, and she just did the weirdest little growl, groan thing. So She's really cute right now. Please there. excuse that. No, it was definitely you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no dog. <laughs> no, no, I'm, we're really kidding. There, There is a dog here. But... Maddie, you're graduated from college. What would you, what's your takeaway? Like, what do you think is important for it? So my perspective is a little bit different, especially after a lot of things that have happened in my life. Um, 
you know, before I was just so focused on what was to come in the future and I wasn't focusing at all on what's happening right now Mm -hmm. and enjoying the moments that I'm in right here and right now. And part of what I've tried to do recently is just take things day by day and taking those opportunities that I have. About a month ago, Jenna and I took a trip to Texas. Did I probably need to spend that much flying to Texas and having the time of my life? No, but at the same time, I mean, I had, I, like I said, I had the time of my life, so it was so worth it for me to spend that money and to just say yes to doing things and enjoying life in the present because you really don't know what tomorrow will bring. So, you know, that's where I think my perspective lies is just making sure to enjoy the time as well. Let's say if you're listening and you still have the chance to show, soak those moments Mm -hmm. up because they go by so fast. And I don't mean to say that that's like the only prime time in your life because our episode isn't focused on that. But at the same time, if you're listening and you still have the chance to show, please don't take it for granted because there are so many times in my life, even now when like we're going to talk about here in a second, when you're looking back, I mean, there's, I would do a lot of bad shit to go back, to go back, I'd go to jail, to, to go back, yeah, to go back and show just one more time, even if it was in like desert heat, I would do it. You would sweat, and I hate heat. Yeah, you, just so you know. So that's, that's saying a lot for me. Yeah, I'm really caught off guard. But <laughs> no, and I think that that's you know another topic just to branch off of that. In the age range that we are, you know. Upper like getting ready to graduate high school and and obviously you know graduating college and being on your own and adulting, the financial perspective of things is becomes more real and real and like you have a little bit you know obviously everybody's financial situation is different, um, but you start to realize what things cost more and you have to you know and Maddie I know you and I have talked about this before and and you're scared to spend this money or or you work so hard that. All it's about is is saving money, like, to the hell with that, okay? Take the opportunities that are in front of you to grow as a person, to grow as with your friends, with your family, because that's going to matter in the end. Not how many hours you work and the kind of car you're going to drive in 10 years. Like, in, in putting yourself in this industry and in moments and in situations that, like, are for the better good of everything. Not just even if it's your just your mental health or your family or you know or you're helping kids, that's important. So, you know, I guess to go back on what I said of taking all these opportunities, do it. Say yes to everything, even if you're busy, even if you're overwhelmed, but do it for stuff that you actually give a shit about. Don't do it for stuff, you know, that that you just think you have to. Do it for things that are going to, you know, better you in the long haul and make you happy. Not just, you know, I know, Maddie, you said when you worked through college, what, you worked, like, every day, like... I missed out on so much. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I loved my job. I love what I did, and it made me absolutely financially stable throughout Mm -hmm. college. And I've talked, you know, to Jenna about this. I spent more of my nights working sales, but it worked out perfectly because then I'd go, I lived with seven guys in college. It was the best time of my Mm -hmm. life. 
but at the same time I spent more times picking them up from the bar than enjoying moments with them and that's one of my biggest regrets was you know I, and I do you know now I get to treat myself a lot and I probably have way more opportunities because I worked so often and so much in college but man that money doesn't give you any happiness let mm-hmm. me tell you and and even like I've just I've caught myself just being so working so far ahead of where I'm actually at today um, trying to plan ahead and anybody knows this you plan your life out and it actually then just crumbles in your face and becomes hysterical with like what actually you know happens story of my life yeah it doesn't I mean you can you can plan it out and it's not going to go like that but your happiness is um the most important part and specifically this age and like I said back to this just topic in general of finding your role you got to find yourself first okay you can't find you can't find a job you can't find a career you can't find a family if you don't find yourself first and that's a very I mean that's something that's very dear near and dear to you and I is you can plan all this stuff out you can You can work until the sun goes down every day and try to have all the money in the world, but what good does that do if you're miserable? Sorry, I need a moment to collect myself. (laughs) Emotional Marla's over here. But no, I just don't know. There are so many times, you know, in my life that Jenna has told me, like, find yourself first. And that was just, I mean, that's something that I live by now. And that's, 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 I guess, my most important takeaway from this topic. And we're going to, you know, venture into other things here in a little bit. But finding your role is about taking these opportunities that are given and taking things, you know, just doing, failing, falling on your ass even is better at this age than just completely regarding, disregarding yourself. You know, finding what you like, finding what you absolutely cannot stand um knowing that you don't want to you know let's say you take an internship in a state and you absolutely hate it knowing you never want to live there that's what finding this is what that age range is is specifically for and finding your role is is failing and trying different things and being eager and excited but like knowing what you're knowing what your end goal is and that's helping kids in agriculture helping you know just the agriculture industry in general but, like, you've got to do that on an individual basis before you can be a hero and save the world. And that's my biggest. Yup. Yup. <laughs> Mic drop. Just kidding. These things cost a lot. <laughs> we can't kick it. So, going back to, you know, our topic of finding your role out of the show ring. I don't even know. I guess we got, we kind of got off on a tangent. And, and. I apologize, but I feel like that's kind of how our podcast is set up is it's a conversation and it doesn't need to be um, like yada, yada, you know, step A to step B to step C. And that's even how life is in general. You can go to your plan D and then back to your plan A and find it out. That's, I guess that's another thing that I want to talk about and I'm going to get super freaking passionate. So if you're driving, buckle your seatbelts, bitches. Um, I'm going to remind you, step away from the microphone. Yeah, I'm sorry. I get, I'll get all up in your guys' grill. <laughs> like, like, listen to me, you freaking hookers. But this, the, ind- 
industry as a whole, and I could talk for like five minutes, so Maddie's probably going to be like, shut up, and you guys are probably going to be like, shut up, but this is something that I think is very important and needs addressed. The industry as a whole does a piss poor job of normalizing um, individual success. And hear me out and just stay with me while I describe this, okay? We always talk about how this industry is going to make the best kids and the best adults and just the most successful individuals. I agree with that 110%. I could not agree with the statement more. But the only way that we measure that is if these kids and us young individuals fit the particular mold that comes before us, okay? So this well-rounded, outspoken, perfectly articulated person who's gonna have a big corporate job and talk about ag and never mess up, that's kind of what this industry paints the picture all these kids to turn into. Hell no, okay? I am not that at all. I am vulgar. I um, cuss, I, again, like I said, all the time. I was average at school. I hated being at school. Um, I wore a nightgown to school once because I didn't give a shit what I wore. I never had myself together. Um, I just know that I, you measure success on an individual basis. I think we need to stop measuring success on a industry youth basis because whether the a kid just won state fair for the second year in a row or a kid just won their class at the county fair for the first year ever, or they finally feel good about themselves and just showed up to the damn show, those are all wins. And we need to celebrate those. And we need to do a better job of celebrating success on all levels and stop making this, this mold of these kids have to fit in, okay? There's a lot of very successful kids in this industry that don't get recognized for their individual success because it doesn't fit the mold that comes before us. And I know I'm getting really passionate and I know it's that, but like, I just think that there's a lot of people that do a lot of good that don't get any recognition for it because they don't come and they're not cookie cutters of the ones that come before them. And that's so wrong. That is so wrong. You can still be success. You can approach success from 49 different angles and still be successful. And I don't know if this is really relevant to what we were talking about, but I know that you and I had a discussion the other day on your way home from Expo or whatever you want to call it last week. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if any of you know Cody Maxwell, but he was probably one of the youngest. Herds, I think the youngest. Herdsman of the year for Maybe, this yeah. year. And, you know, Jen and I were talking about how significant that is in today's day and age because beforehand, you know, I think that so many other factors went into choosing that person. You know, it was um, an industry leader who had been in it for numerous amounts of years or maybe even someone who, you know, sponsored a lot or, you know, for instance, different things like that. But Cody has carved his own path. Yeah. And that's not to say that, you know, that no one else has, but I think that that was pretty awesome for a... He's younger than what, we are. 18, 19-year-old, Nin- 19, I'd I think. say, yeah. 19, or about to be 20, probably. To be able to carve his own path like that. I think that that's pretty badass. No, it is. And that's, that's the... You don't have to stick with the normal. I was never... You know, I think FFA and 4-H are awesome. I don't, I don't want to bash it. I don't know, it's not me bashing at all. Those are incredible programs for the youth. 
I personally was never involved in any of them. I just, it wasn't my speed. I didn't, I didn't come from a high school with just the strongest programs ever, but I know that there's a lot of really successful people, but you don't have to be that, that public speaker. You don't have to be the, the person who wins all the CDEs. You know, I think that's what the industry does is it's the success is only those who, you know, win and do it in the most positive, um, who can do it with the, the least amount of mistakes. When, when you mess up a lot, even if you mess up, you're still successful. You still can do things that these other people are doing. I just think that, you know, we, we got we to gotta do it at a more well-rounded approach instead of uh, straightforward blinders on. That's what I think we fail on is because the generations before us, there's a gap. There's, I mean, whether people want to admit it or not, there's a divide between the people who are older and running the show right now and us. And we've got to step up and be like, listen, this is what we're doing. This is still success. This is still winning. This is still making progress. This is still ad- advocating for agriculture. But we can do it in a bunch of different manners and still reach the same goal. And I know that this, you know, maybe if there's someone on here that doesn't show livestock that, you know, for example, I have, you know, just recently a perfect example from my life. So in 2016, I was one of the national champions mm-hmm. um, in FFA for proficiency awards. I was in ag sales, and so my FFA advisor pushed so hard. I live in a little town of like 2,000 people, and it's really a big thing around here for sports winners if you were like in a state championship, let's say. So their their team, whatever year it was, and then whatever they won is put up on a sign whenever people come in and out of town. And that's something that, I mean, they can barely get the bus home and the city has like that (laughs) sign up. I mean, it's such a big thing. So I was the first national winner from my hometown And my FFA advisor thought it was so important for me to get a sign up there because, you know, they had all these state sports winners, but no FFA winners were on there. So they actually ended up getting it up. It was like a year later, but they got it up nonetheless. (laughs) And just recently, so I found out that these signs were only supposed to stay up for two years. Well, mine was taken down, but the ones from the same year stayed up from the sports teams. So I think it was track and basketball, for instance. And that just, you know, it it made me think about the fact that in a small town like this, I mean, we're a farming community, yet the successes of my FFA experience weren't as prominent, prominent as those of the sports athletes, you know, and I can't, I'm so uncoordinated. I. Oh, I would. You know, that's just an example of, you know, having to carve your own path in a community where, I mean, people have no idea of anything that goes on. And it's, it's hard. Uh, It's hard to kind of, I mean, just going back to Cody Maxwell and that kid has had probably like one of the best, like the best Duroc heard I'd say in yeah. one of the best I mean within the last few years oh, yeah and for him to be so young and do that that's that's so impressive but everyone's gung-ho you know and, we're, and we'll, we'll have an episode just about being a woman in ag being a young person in ag everyone's so gung-ho for the youth and the youth to do this and, and this again goes back to what I was saying about fitting a mold 
they are so gun ho for everything to these kids to be you know to to be on top and to do everything but but when it doesn't fit their criteria or doesn't fit within their status quo then oh boy it's it's wrong and that's that's the problem is a lot of these kids get so discouraged because they try to do something and they try to do something on their own they try to carve their own path and they just get shut down and that's that's wrong that's that's not what this industry is about this industry is about making the youth and being you know having just people who are independent can think for themselves and can work hard and be dedicated and passionate about something and we just have to do a better job as opening it up and not like i said earlier not just being closed in and i don't think that this it I don't agree with the participation ribbon mentality. I think there's winners and I think there's losers. But we're also in a new day and age where people go through different stuff and it needs to be done on a individualized basis. And what 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 is a win for that person? What is a win for them versus what is a win for you? And then just being happy for other people is half the fucking battle. No one's happy for each other. No one wants to see anybody succeed. And actually, there was, I think, I don't even know who it was. It, it was Jenna Siegel. I think she tweeted it, like, not even five minutes ago. And it was like, everyone wants you to be good, but no one wants you to be better than them. And we need to get that, that. If, if you think that, I want you to open your window, and I want you to stick your head outside of it, all right, like a dog. And I want you to let that fly backwards, because that's wrong. I'm just saying, now we're going to have people drive off the road. <laughs> but that is so wrong. Like, I would not want nothing more than the people in my life or anybody listening to this podcast to freaking... I hope, I hope the President of the United States is listening to this. If you are, we need to talk about school lunches. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just no, saying... Really, we need to go back and talk to Michelle. That bitch... She really messed it up for all of us. I would be fatter, not gonna lie. If it weren't for <laughs> Michelle Obama. But I was miserable. Yeah. Okay? Miserable. I would... This is totally has nothing to do with this podcast, but... If you're the lunch lady at the Jacksonville High School, can you please DM us the chicken fajita recipe? I would go back for that. Um, I dream about it. You wouldn't get the My square pizza? Water. Hell no. I think the no. rectangle pizza was badass. Well, chicken if you're listening to this. I used to, to run this, for chicken fajita. I actually knocked a girl over once. Well, if you're listening to this, we need to have a vote. Chicken fajita versus rectangle pizza. It was bad, Maddie. I thought it was incredible. Chicken fajita. Bosco sticks. Oh, I, I ate like nine. This has nothing to do with anything. We're trying, we're trying to be inspirational. Anyhow, well, one quick example that I want to give that Jenna gave that's probably pretty embarrassing for myself, but I'm just going to put it out there because you're going to hear about it anyways pretty soon. But I don't know if I you know, got to see any of you at Denver this year, but at that time in my life, I was going through a lot of bad shit. And for me, just being able, I mean, I remember telling Jenna, like, I don't even want to leave my hotel room this morning. However, I got dressed and surprisingly put makeup on. Oh, shit. I know. You're fancy. And got up and went, even though it just pained me. 
And for that, for me, that was a huge success for the day. And it didn't matter what else happened during that day or during that week, really, as long as I got up and I was able to talk to people and, you know, talk to people about what had happened to me and, you know, the weeks previous, that was that was a big success for me. And I know that there are a lot of people in that same boat as I am. You know, getting up out of bed and brushing your teeth, putting deodorant on, maybe taking a shower. No, it's... Not looking like you just rolled around in McDonald's. Or like you live behind Target. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, and that's, that's the thing is we just... There's a lot of kids who go through a lot. And I'm not talking about kids. I guess I'm 20. I'm I'm a kid still, too. And I don't mean it like that. But, man, is there a lot of people that just go through stuff that we don't even know about. And we still just kind of throw it to the wayside and brush it under the rug because it's not the normal. It's not what... You know what? Fuck the normal, okay? Do with... Cannon, don't bleep that out. Yeah, don't, Cannon... Don't bleep that out. <laughs> Do whatever the hell you want, okay? As long as you're happy, as long as you're trying every day to be better than you were the day before, and you're not shitting on anybody's parade, do what you want, okay? Don't be the norm. If you want to go to a trade school and you want to be a welder, hell yeah. If you want to go do hair, come do mine. It's disgusting. If you want to go to law school absolutely um just just stop don't think you have to fit in this mold don't think you have to be this person who's always put together okay maddie and i are the two biggest damn shit shows you've ever seen in your entire life somehow we have a podcast well um i'm not gonna lie to you guys just to reiterate how much of a disaster we are um this little recorder deal that does all of our work for us died um, in the midst of our episode, so uh, we just spent the last 15 minutes trying to make sure that we actually had an episode, and yeah, so welcome back, but it's still the same episode, it's just us coming back, because we suck at this. At our jobs. Yeah, at our jobs. But like we, uh, you know, we're talking about earlier, you can think that our opinion is the most important or you can think it's not worth anything that doesn't really phase us it's more of our advice um to people because we've been through some stuff we've been in your shoes we all essentially live very similar lives and just an outlook that we both have on what's going on where we need to change where we're headed um and some problems that need to be addressed i think that was the biggest takeaway about finding your role in this episode in particular and I think with that, we have a few winners to announce. Oh, yes, our hats. Okay, so I'm going to start out first. So we had a lot of time to type in everyone's Instagram handles. Like, like 400, and each of you gave another Instagram handle of your friend. So that's like... 806 (laughs) entries I think so there was that thank you all we love you and we ended up getting the comment that was I can't remember if it was Savannah or Cash that actually commented but Cash Martin and Savannah Johnson you are the winners of our first ever Instagram giveaway 
Congratulations. You have the exclusive hats. There's 10 of those bad boys, and you have two of them. Congratulations. Congrats. So send us your address to the Keeper Pen Instagram. We'll get those puppies sent. And then I want, obviously, a picture of you guys wearing them because, duh. And then my Twitter giveaway. Um, that was also, we spent the better half of this uh, afternoon trying to get everybody's name typed into this little giveaway. Thank goodness Kim Caldwell, you know, has the technology she does. Jeez. But the winner of the Twitter giveaway is Bren Shuey. So if you want to send us your address We'll get those shipped to you. Please wear them. If you don't wear them, give them to someone who will or a homeless person. I don't care. Either one. It doesn't matter. Uh, we seriously love... You guys are the best. Like, Maddie and I were talking about this before we sat down to record. Like, we couldn't even imagine when we sat down to record Glory Days what was going to happen. And I think as of yesterday, what, we had 5,200 downloads on the first episode? Yes. That's insane. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah, 5,200 on the first one, which was pretty badass. Yeah, and it's still going up somehow. Yeah. So that's impressive. But, you know, I kind of talked about, you know, when I was out at Des Moines and you guys, all the love and support, and, and I got a lot of incredible feedback. But somebody said something to me. They're like, can you not have any ads in your podcast? And I just want it to be known that we're not doing this because – we want to make money. Um, we're actually not making any money currently. Yeah, I have. I don't even. All. I don't even need my business degree that I have to figure out that we are in the negative balance. <laughs> we don't need any scientific calculator to know that this is not profitable. But seriously, we're not doing it because we um, want income or something. We're doing it because we've really created a community of young people in agriculture, and we want to be a voice for that. And with that, if we're going to have a platform, we're sure as hell going to represent other badasses who are doing the same and carving their own path. And they found their role. They found what they're good at. And so we will continue to have ads. And if you don't like it, you can fast forward or you can exit out. But they're giving out discount codes. So it's kind of like your problem pretty much if you don't like it. No offense. Yeah, I mean, not in the Pay full possible. price, I guess, if you want. But Congratulations. You're a loser. But seriously, so we have our old girl, Annie. She is the sweetest. There's not anybody that hypes us up more than Annie, I don't think. Like, I, I just can't think of anyone. And same deal. Whether you, uh, it's sunny out or it's cloudy out, you probably should go online shopping. Or whether you have your shit together or you don't, you probably should go online shopping. Basically, what I'm getting at is you go to need to go to her website or you need to go to her Instagram. You need to add some stuff to your cart. And it's cute, authentic turquoise. She does it all by herself. Her mom makes some other stuff too with it. It's a family deal. And then you go and you add the, the keeper pen tin. And then you save money and you look cute. And I just I just can't think of anything better to anything better than that other than maybe mozzarella sticks. Can you? Um I'm sorry, but the only thing I can remember is your last adventure with mozzarella sticks. <laughs> oh my god. We have to do an episode. This is totally off the wall, but 
a college station episode. What happened? Yeah, let's just say that the mozzarella sticks in Jenna's stomach did not last long. So that's all I could think about when looking at her when she was saying that statement. Okay, enough about mozzarella sticks and my awful life decisions. But we have a new friend, Maddie. We have someone else who is a big fan of the Keeper Pen and someone that's going to give you guys a discount code. And maybe, maybe in the next couple weeks, there might even be like some merchandise for you guys to purchase. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to keep our faces off of it because we don't want like, it's not like pest repellent merchandise. It's supposed to be for you guys. So it's going to be cute t-shirts. But if you want one with our faces on them, we can probably make that happen and you can hang it in your garage to keep mice away and things like that. Yes. So that's, you know, let us know. Yeah. But the wandering maverick, Cody Neal, she is cooler than we are. Um, that's for sure. That's somebody who's literally carved, done, like made her own, her deal. It's her boutique. It's awesome. She has the cutest shirts because if you stay tuned for next week, we're going to talk about outfits, okay? And that's what we need to be wearing is the Wandering Maverick. So she's got the same discount code. That's the Keeper Pen 10. Go to her website now, check it out, and then stay up to date because there will be some Keeper Pen apparel up there. I'd say by... The fifth episode? Yeah, I'd say within the next month-ish. Yeah, it is. We've got some stuff in the works that we're pretty excited about. And I'm hoping that once we we haven't talked to her about this yet, but she does these cute little gift boxes and things like yes. that. I would love to do like a keeper pin little gift box and try to, you know, make it a little discounted in comparison to if you just bought the t-shirt alone. So yes. we'll see what we can make happen with that. Maybe offer a little like, I don't know, like a face mask to help with your bad acne or rosacea. <laughs> your ugly hands. <laughs> your ugly faces. No, but... Like I said, we're doing this to support other badasses. And we want to know, like, this is a community of women. We are not, we want everyone involved on every aspect of it. And that's our goal. Our goal is to not make money or make, um, not make money, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. We're trying to just support people and support people who are just like us. And so whether our ads offend you or not, um, if you go to the Walgreens, they sell butthurt um, cream. Buy some. Listen to our ads. Listen to these people. Listen to what we have to say. I think they sell it in chewable form, too. <laughs> chewable butthurt medicine, okay? Get you some. Mm-hmm. And that's not just for the... That's for our haters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well... Episode three is in the books. And we can't wait to talk back to you next week. We love you. And seriously, message us some funny stuff, okay? And I know that this is a little off the wall, but back to the Glory Days episode, we got a message from Macy Goretzka. And she said, she said how much she loved it, and it was so funny. And she's like, I want to know if I was the only girl who... Dad used, um, let me find this really quick, a message from Macy Goreska that pretty much was like um, her dad used to, back in the glory days, she used to put like 
tail adhesive and stuff in her hair and run the cattle comb through it. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, I used a hog brush all the time in my hair. I used easy clean in my hair, everything. Yeah, I was going to tell, hopefully we can talk about this in the next episode, but I had a really bad evening at Kansas City of 2015. And I ended up having to have a couple of my friends blow my hair out with a cattle blower. And then I think we like, curled it plugging the curling iron into a portable charger like on the way up to the ring for me to show my purebred pigs sounds like we need to have that as an episode i would love to tell the story even though i don't remember half of it but that was a little off the wall but basically what i'm getting at is send us your messages send us stuff you want us to talk about send us the funniest freaking story you've ever had happen to you and we'll put it all out here for you okay Within reason, okay? Keep it PG-13. But seriously, we love you, our little hooksters. I just want to give you all a little hug. Oh, gosh. (laughs) All right. Deuces, loves. XOXO. The Keeper Pin. I'm not going to sing. Damn it. Bye, guys. (laughs)